Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Season 5. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Downwind, Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery. Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows. Additional support provided by Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti Coors. Hello and welcome to Boner Planet Podcast. I'm Dave Thomas, tonight with Timmy and Jamie. How are you guys doing? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm good. doing the best I can. Out, I love it. I love yeah. It. So welcome everyone. So um, so 2021, man, we're past 2020, obviously by a couple of uh, months here, but um, hopefully this is shaping up to be a good 2021 for all of us. Yeah. Hopefully we can get rid of uh, mass soon and live a normal life. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah hunting I- season. I've always worn a mask. So that was kind of that was a funny thing. Is like back when deer season happened and i had all my like camel hunting masks everybody's making comments about like oh you bought a camel mask and like no dude i've been wearing this for like yeah like, hunting hunting masks are common you know like you, you don't i i didn't wear them you know not to get covid or anything like that and i'm not wearing them not to get covid in the ground blind i'm just wearing it because it blends you in a little bit better yeah yeah i i think uh for this year i just I don't know. Like, it'd be nice to get back to normal. I don't necessarily think it's going to be back to normal, but um, I'll be happy if I can just go to Sherwood and get a beer and a meal this well, year. Well, we've all, you, all of us have either had it or fully vaccinated, so it don't matter anymore. It's a roll. <laughs> Over, yeah. yo. We yeah, win. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now COVID. Are you sure about uh, that, though, Jamie? I, I win. I heard you grew a fourth nip. That, that's uh, that's not safe for work. We're not going to talk that's about that. That's one more than your third nipple, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. I'm going to get them all pierced, probably. Oh, ouch. Oh, wow. Um, that's um painful. So, 
anyway, we were talking about goals today a little bit before we started this podcast, just kind of like, what are our goals for 21? And like, what are your goals for 21? And I think it's a really important thing for hunting, obviously, specifically, obviously you have a separate list. If you have like, you know, life goals, that's different. But, um, so for me, I, you know, I guess I'll start by saying I got a couple main goals this year. Um, number one is I really do want to get another turkey but if not get a turkey at least be there when somebody gets a turkey because i think it's always fun to um you know do that hunt with somebody the only reason i say that is to me turkey hunting is a lot easier um than deer hunting and i feel like if you if the turkey are around you have a really good chance and i don't really care if i don't get one so it's not as big of a deal to me now it would be cool to focus on some sort of turkey grand slam idea but that's a little different i think i gotta I got to have more time. I got to be like retired to do that. Like Kevin, I got to have retired time to be able to travel the country to get certain birds. Yeah. So you guys got any goals for Turkey specifically? Uh, mine is just to get one. You know, I, in, in all honesty, I, I have not ever hunted Turkey. I've been with a lot of people that have hunted Turkey themselves. And I was kind of like the counterpart to it. Uh, but a lot of times, like m- most of the time when I went with them, like they just couldn't, seal the deal so i'm stuck you know being cameraman or whatever i wonder who that was um so mine is to actually get to be behind the weapon that kills the turkey this year that that's my turkey goal anyway i got other goals but that's my turkey goal jamie how about you i just want to kill another one but i want to do with my bow and i don't want to be in a blind i want to use ghost blind Ooh, that's kind of cool that's That's actually interesting though boom because what that does is uh, um the interesting part about that, but I was gonna say the interesting part about the ghost blind is now you can still have the two blinds where they normally were, but the ghost blind can go anywhere in the middle, yeah. anywhere, and that's huge yeah. because there's always a couple spots they pop out that would be the ghost blind's perfect for, especially yeah. um, right on the corner at the top of that hill where those pine trees are. I put it right there. They they need to make yes. a ghost blind ghillie suit. You can still wear a ghillie or, you know, suit like, like one with like straps on it that goes around your shoulders, like those guys that stand on the corner telling you that the furniture door is closing, where you can just walk out in the woods it spins. with the ghost blind <laughs> and nobody can see you. <laughs> I'd make fun of that, but one of my kids is probably going to end up doing that for a career. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Actually, I was thinking about that because I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the ghost blind. <laughs> so you want to talk a little bit about the sign spinner <laughs> so so i mean with a ghost blind love the idea but then you you have to uh, in a ground blind i wear black right because I, I blend yeah. into the background so this isn't really a ground blind and i get that it's it's just kind of a you know reflective service that that's reflecting in front of you you have to be dressed in the right camo I, I would still assume because if you're if you're not and you pop up behind that ghost ghost blind or you know you're sitting behind the ghost blind, they could probably still see you fairly well unless you're camoed in pretty decently with your clothing. Yeah, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're, <laughs> I don't think they can really see you because the, the whole point of it is that it's it's like a half moon. Now, if they come out to your right or left, then yeah, they're going to yeah. see you. Where well, I'm, where I'm that, thinking right? that that wouldn't happen, but I'd probably put the tar- the um, the uh, decoys a little further than what I think they're going to come. So that way, they're focused. They're focused on them rather than me. Yeah. Yeah. So I can yeah. pop them before they get there. Yeah, and I'm yeah, thinking I- about one of those um, like ninja masks. You know, like the cold winter 
ninja masset or camel because like your head's going to be above the ghost blind mark yeah i probably just no no actually it isn't um you there's like these two bumps like this and you look through this hole but your head is actually below it. And then you come up when you're ready to fire with a cross, with a bow, right. with a crossbow, right. you, you might not ever have to, because you could shoot through that yeah. hole. There's multiple holes. It goes like that around the top. So I don't think you're just lower than it somehow. That's something I don't know. Cause I've never used one, but yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Honestly, that's going to be a pretty cool uh, thing. Come grab whenever you want. They're just sitting here. So love grab it. one. Love it. Love um, it. Ghost blind. That's what I want to look up. Yeah, so, and then I put the order in for the, the the Shadow Hunter blind, so I don't know they they have to make them. You know, everything's behind, so I don't know if when we're gonna actually have them. Yeah. So. Um, well, I mean, in all honesty, as long as we have them kind of midsummer, we're good. It's just a matter of us wanting to get content right and making sure that well we set we them up and do all that kind of stuff with them when we get them. So. Unfortunately, we just can't until they can get them to us, right? I mean, right. there's not much we can do. Uh, but let me uh, share this real quick. Um, I just want to show you guys this. So you see, see like right here. So you're right though, Tim, because the top of your head, this is with a compound. Right. That's with the compound. There's a crossbow one. See, it's a little different. Yeah. See, I, you probably want something like that for compound. Yeah, for compound, you have to use this one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But for crossbow, you can use the shorter one. But like Tim is right, you're going to be exposed a little bit. See? That's all right. I mean, I, would, I just sat out there last year and I almost got one. So you see how low he yeah, is? I mean, don't, don't He's on wrong. the ground. It's not hard to camel your head in. You don't need, yeah. and in fact, like from your neck down, it doesn't even matter. You just got to think about that a little bit where, you know, you're not wearing like bright colors or anything when you're bird hunting anyway. Um, this guy's sitting on the ground. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that 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 doing that low. So this one's on the ground. Go back to that other page. There's three different sizes. There I guess is. so. Three different I didn't heights. Realize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was like a, a ground seat type. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're pretty would, low. You know, obvious. Yeah. Wonder how it stands up. I was just going to ask, like, does it like stick in with stakes or anything? You have to worry about wind, but we'll figure that out. That's what I'm excited about is because we've seen this product for years now and we finally get to get our hands on it. And I'm actually super excited to see how this thing, uh, you know, puts up, how quickly it puts up, how, how um, destructible or indestructible it is. It's going to be pretty fun. Well, it's going to be awesome for God, though, too. You just go wherever you want. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man, could you imagine it, that at the property we have? That would be phenomenal, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah Tim, Tim's going to shoot it with his bow, uh, crossbow, that's for sure. Yep. <laughs> you can see his head pretty good in that. Eh, it's not going to matter. Turkeys aren't that smart. No, I mean, I'm talking about for deer. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how they do it for deer. Oh, wow, that's cool right there. That's really cool. But he's just couched over. Oh, phantom that's pretty cool though wow look at that oh we're actually gonna go get a turkey gun <laughs> wow yeah i think there's definitely different things you have to think about right because you know the camel's the one thing and that's not a major deal the other thing is like you, you probably when you're sitting in this 
need to be more aware than you've ever been sitting in a ground blind. Oh, look, there it is, Tim. Movement. Look, there's the stakes. Oh, there's the stakes, yeah. That's it looks cool. like it's the stake system. Oh, that makes it easy then. What's that? What do you do there? Just for fun. Just like tie down. Stake to hold the hold the sides down. Or you could do that. Oh, okay. Well, Put some wood on it. I look pretty sturdy if they're laying logs on top of it. More than just like corrugated plastic or anything like that. I'm oh, excited though. Man. Look at that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What an interesting product. Oh, look yeah. at that. Ooh, I like that. Extenders. Do you see that? You could add yeah. extenders. That's pretty cool for deer hunting. Get a little higher. But I don't know how high you want it, you know. It might be something where you don't want it high. Because then maybe you could see it. I don't know. I didn't see extenders on here. Oh, is that what these are maybe? Oh, they are. It looks like they are. Yeah, maybe, it does. I got some of these kits, so maybe they actually came with the extenders. Huh. Very cool. Oh, look, like this one. I wonder if you could go all the way around yourself. Huh. I don't know. Anyway, pretty cool. I think I think I think it could I think it depending on, on where you're hunting at, it could definitely be a game changer. I'm excited about it, honestly. It's something I've been wanting to try out for years, ever since they you know, you walk into, I think it was, what was it? Cabela's maybe is where the first time, the first time that I saw one set up and they're pretty sweet, man. I like it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's been a long time. This company's been around a long time. They must've sold the shadow hunter recently because, or summit outdoors. I mean, who owns shadow hunter? Cause I don't know how long they've owned this. I feel like it's, I think I felt like it was owned by somebody else for a long time. Yeah. You might be right. So, so anyway, back to, in, Speaking of uh, 2021 uh, goals, my my top 2021 goal is to be respected as a bow hunter. What's that mean? Really? Really? That's the reaction I get? Respected as a bow hunter? Sounds great, buddy. Respected, period, I guess. But also, I'm sorry, as a crossbow hunter. Oh. As a crossbow hunter. So no, I'm joking. My my number one goal, um, honestly, is has nothing to do with killing an animal. I tur turkey, I would love to get one. Deer, I would love to get one. But my number one goal for 2021 is the prep for deer season. I want to do more prep, more more kind of property management, more setting up and scouting, finding the right places because. I feel like for myself, when, when I'm setting up spots, it's kind of always like the same old, same old. I'll spend like 20 yeah. minutes looking around and not yeah. really find anything in that 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, we'll just go back to the to the old faithful, if you will. But old faithful didn't work out for me the last year or two. So um, for me, <clears throat> it's really spending time scouting and prepping and getting that perfect spot set up. To be fair, I think that... Um... I, I don't disagree because that's part of the fun. And that's like one of the things I think everybody should do anyway. So it's, I think it's fun. But I think last year was a great example of what hunting's really about. And it, it's, 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 it's luck. There's a lot of luck involved in hunting. And I think that we all, you know, 
think of like a spot and think, oh, that, you know, the deer always go to that spot, but that's not really true. I mean, like an example of that was the deer I got last year. I mean, really, if it didn't, if it wasn't for Jamie walking behind me, he wouldn't have bumped it to me. That's the thing. There's really, it was a lot of things that happened that make me had a chance to shoot that buck. Right. But really, I missed my opportunity earlier in that morning when it walked by, but I was in the wrong spot at the wrong time or the wrong, yeah, wrong time. So I, I feel like it's the same with you guys though. I feel the same thing. Cause like that area you were in, Tim, there's big bucks all the time back in that, that area, but it I never saw the biggest out. buck of my life, you know, huge 12 point behind yeah. me. It was just, it was behind me and too it far away. Probably should push behind you though. Now we're going to have to see how this all works out. Right. Are they for sure putting that in? Everything's going to be different. Yeah, yeah is it for that's, sure what going I, up? that's what I mean is like with, with with the changes that we have going on in the property this year, I think we I think we but but me personally want to take a little bit more ownership of where I go and how it's set up. And well, because a lot of times like with ground blinds, <laughs> just like, oh, this is good. I'm going to throw it up. And if it doesn't work, I have another spot to go to. But I want to be very intentional of kind of where I go. And well, there is some good news in this. The good news is a couple things. Number one we got revealed to help us figure out a little bit of that information early on. So we can yeah. start putting those back out like in the summer and then we just see what happens with the fence going up. Right. The camera will tell us, we'll put one right on the fence line to see if they're walking the line. Right. Um, it's going to tell us right off the bat, what's changing, especially by you, Tim, cause it's going to funnel from that fence. So we could put those cameras like every like 20 yards. You know what I mean? Like, so you could see, what are they doing? Are they coming like this? Are they going like this? How are they crossing that area? You know? The other thing is uh, this ghost blind could be a game changer for deer hunting. Like, cause we're not used to do using this, but like, this could really help you get closer than you think right now. I mean, if, if you were like dead down, win it up like big time and like ghost blind it with a, a full camo and like, no, if you had an area where you know, they're coming out and you could get that thing between some trees. Like, I mean, who knows what you could do as long as you're there before they come through, it's sky's the limit. I mean, it changed yeah. a lot. Yeah, and that, that's really it is figuring out the deer movement because I feel like last year I thought I had a really good spot. Really, really did. I was super confident early in the year saying I'm not going to take a doe. I'm not going to take a doe because I'm just seeing deer all the time, all the time. They were a little bit too far away, but I just knew either I was going to have a big buck come in where it's going to be a great bow shot or I was going to save the, save the shot for gun. And it just happened where they just, they, they completely changed their movements later down in the season where when I was hunting kind of softly, if you will, at the beginning of the season, when I started to hardcore hunt towards the end of the season, they just completely changed what they were doing. And I, yeah. I think that, that to me is like kind of the pre-work is to say, okay, this spot might be really, really good. It might look amazing but let's let's look at the spot that I'm setting up here and let me get another strategic spot somewhere else that I'm going to be able to see the same deer, but at a different angle. So like like last year, right? I had three different spots that I was hunting. I had I had the field, I had the woods, and then I had across the road. I had three spots set up, but none of them were complementing each other. Yeah. Right? So if this one didn't work, then I might be sitting somewhere else, but it's a shot in the dark as to whether I'm going to see anything over there because I haven't patterned or seen those deer and how they're moving in that other area. So I want to be able to set up some spots that say, okay, this is going to be my main spot, so to speak, but I want to strategically play some other ones around that 
so that this isn't working, I can jump to other areas where I know there's deer because I'm seeing them that one spot, but have a better strategic angle or strategic opportunity to get those same deer and not completely different deer in a completely, completely different area. Cause I feel like yeah. I waste a lot of time, like going across the street and hunting there, not knowing what's there. And then all of a sudden I sit there and nothing shows up and I'm like, well, shoot. I mean, I know I probably wouldn't have seen something over here, but I know they're there, you know? So let me set up some spots along that other side. So I can kind of make sure that no matter where they're at, if they're not coming out here, then maybe I'm 60 or 80 yards away in another spot. And I'm going to see them there instead because I know they're traveling yeah. either somewhere. I think, I think some of the focus though, that's being missed a lot, to be honest. And I think that maybe, I don't know. I know you tried it a little bit, but the 15 portion, I feel like is being missed completely. And I felt like after what we saw there last year, there was a lot, a lot more buck living back there. And if that's, if what Ron, even, well, that's where I even shot Ron him. messed it up, if you would have just listened to me and hunted it, he would have got him. No, and that, and that is where I shot my buck. So whether, whether it's on the field or whether it's on the 15, I think even on the 15, I have the one spot that I go to, but I need to have two or three other strategic spots where if they're not there at that time, that I can shift to another area because I know they're there. It's just a matter of being in the right spot at the right time. And I don't feel like I cover the area enough. Yeah. Well, I think it's like that for all of us. I mean, there's not the problem with that land, the way we have it, there's just not really, I mean, there's only like certain areas and I feel like there's not really like, there's not like a plan B for any of us, realistically. Right. It's really just like, hey, no boom, if you're not gonna hunt the 20-foot area, I'm gonna hunt 20-foot area. And if he's like, Well, I'm gonna hunt 20-foot area, then I'm gonna go hunt the back other corner. But there's not really like a secondary option. It's really just the whole region um that we're kind of split off in. And then you got like the you got like the 20-foot area, the center where you're at, Tim on the right, and you got the back, the back bull area, which we really just hunt one guy back there. But I mean it's pretty vast area. And then the 15, which I feel like has been underrated for a while now, it might be something we need to all focus on next year and setting up a really good spot there. And so anybody can go to it and have that extra backup. Yeah. Ron, Ron picked the best spot. It's all about getting up in that tree. Well, I think we just need to set it up because now that if this fence going to be there, that actually might end up being one of the better areas to go hunt. This all might change what we see around the whole bowl. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we can get two guys on that bull area for sure. They'll definitely get two guys over but, there. But I think to your point, I th bow hunting is hard for that because there's really, I mean, unless you go in the woods part. Correct. Yeah. Like I, there's like the a backup. Right. right. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. You're, cutting, think... you're cutting the other dude off pretty harsh. No, I think you got to work the perimeter, right? Because they got to come into the, the property area. from somewhere. It's just hard to get it in that perimeter, right? Where they're Because I've thought yeah, about that. Where they don't see you. Because I, well, I, I put the blind on that corner that sticks out, but there's almost never a shot. And you can't really get up in a tree there. Well, I, I think I think that kind of, it, it just, what Dave said earlier makes a lot of sense is that, it, I, I hate to say it, but but some of it to me is about the pressure. So having those movements around the property and having us kind of hunting separately from each other, I think makes it tougher at times. Where if you're yeah. hunting the same property, yeah, you might be hunting the same couple of bucks, you know, between a group of people, but there's more opportunities because you might scare them off and they might <clears> over <throat> here, you might do something and they might, it might change their pattern enough where you get a better shot at them. Then we also have to see how do we get to these spots. <laughs> well, that's so, true too. Yeah. No so doubt. So this is the bowl. This is where Jamie was sitting last year. I shot a deer doe here. Brian shot a deer here. I don't know if Jamie shot here. 
you put that blind here, Jamie, on the corner. Yeah. But that didn't work because it just too far for a bow. It's good, for, it's good for gun, but yeah. So I would think that you, you already have two stands here. I would think you could put another stand in this top corner, which Ron has one, but we could play around with that and move it forward and have it face more out towards, I can't figure this out, this way yeah. towards where you turkey hunt. And then, and then if you go back here, sorry, if you go back here and go back across the field, where the, where the where the buildings are, you could actually put a stand looking overlooking the field in the top corner. Even though there's action there from people, I see a lot of deer across that field. A lot of deer from the side we walk in. That on. open area. Yeah, there's a huge field, right? That big field. No, but yeah, but there's there's the field, but you got that wood line, right? But then there's a break in the wood line that goes to the buildings. Correct. Yeah, anywhere so in you're, there. You're, they anywhere. cross in there. I'm just saying like, they're all, they're always there. You could, I could have shot two deer easy this year. They would have been does probably, but who knows what's going to walk through. You just don't know. I'm just saying that there are some options to put people or try some things, you know, yeah, and then like yeah. the, the 20 foot area might have to be adjusted now. Cause if that, if the one stand I just put up last year, Tim and I is on the fence now, we're going to have to move that. So what's the difference? We just move it across. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That area is going to be harder to hunt now, the 20 foot area, because of this fence, that's going to mess everything up. They have to kick area. back in the woods a little bit. But it's I, I, I feel like for me, from like where the my river spot stand. is at, where be, because of the fence that's going to go up, I'm not going to have a shot across like kitty corner at all anymore. You're going to get pushed into, but watching the deer from last year, even though I saw them kitty corner, that, that was the shot that I was banking on 40 to 80 yards, whether it was bow or gun. I saw more action behind me down the hill. That's where you need to be. You know, where you had that other blind. That's where I think I need to go is that other blind that you had right at the base of the hill. Because we should put something there. Yeah. Because because there's not a ton of room <laughs> that's at and the, and the road that goes through on the other side. And I, I feel like they travel through that area and then come up and around me on either side. So here's my suggestion. I think what we need to do is sit down together over a beer, maybe even go there and do it. And that way we can like spend a weekend like looking, but I think we need to like pull a big piece of paper out pull and up map. Some onyx maps. Yeah, and, but and then and then okay, but what I think we should do is set these areas up to where there anybody can hunt them. So like if we go to where Tim, we're talking about putting Tim's blind. Well, maybe what we do is we build them like a wood structure that's not structure, but like a wood area that his blind can pop into, or a ghost blind can pop into, and then above it to the right, there's a tree stand system for somebody to use. That way you have multiple options, especially if Tim's not there, and it's like just you and me, no boom. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I want to go hunt back there, but I don't want to sit no ground blind, you know. And vice versa. Then if the other areas like by the bull have a ground blind that's in place all year that Tim can go in, it just makes more sense, I think, for moving people around and having options. That's all. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but and I know the fence is going to change a lot, so don't get me wrong. I hate to say it, but I think we need to revamp a lot. That's the yeah. You're gonna, we, I, we I, think, I think we, like four we of the, set cameras four of the first. seven spots that we have. We need to yeah, move set, yeah, wait till it's up, set cameras, then do it. Yeah, that's fair. You're not I moving think, it 10 times. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that um, the issue I have right now with that land is, is not an issue, but I mean, it's the one thing I don't like about it is I feel like we don't have anywhere that is a sure sure thing, but I know that's hard to say in hunting, but let's just let's just say there's no we don't have we a pinch go. point. There's nowhere we can go right now and say, yeah, 90% you're going to shoot a doe. Like, we don't want to hunt when i used to hunt with sean meisner you know it was 100 i could kill a doe every you know what? freaking hunt. Every i had hunt. that spot too though 
I had that spot for seven years. I had that spot. It was guaranteed bill every year. Last three years, nothing. No, but nothing. I guess what I'm getting at, Tim, is we don't really have a food area. Oh, is that's no, there. that's absolutely so, true. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is my question though. And this is what I was going to, uh, I want to talk to Jamie and his dad about, is there any way we can get the farmer to do something for us specific? I or at least that. ask him, pay for it. Is there any way we can pay him to put a soybean area in of just soybean, like an acre? You know what I mean? I think I, I think I think it's a great idea, but we have to see but what where, the fences like first. You know, you got to see where the fences. I know I know where, and I was going to say by the bowl, that big field. Uh, I don't know, oh, man. Yeah, he okay. he pays for the alfalfa, so that'd be a big. Well, maybe we, can we buy some of the alfalfa? Can we keep an area? That's not cut. That's what I'm getting to here. Is there any money, way we can get like listen, Jamie, 15 money yards? Ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing, bro. Well, we could pay for it. What's the difference? So what I'm saying is if we can get a 10 yard stretch that stays and we just talk to the farmer, be like, Hey, leave this 10 yard stretch. Don't ever cut it. You know, just let it keep growing and we'll pay you. Just let us know what it's worth and we'll pay for it. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's an option. It is. No, it doesn't hurt to ask. That's all I'm saying. It wouldn't, it wouldn't especially if you have it around the perimeter and that's, I think it's a great idea, and that'd be awesome if, like, you could do something around the whole perimeter. I think the, the in, and that side's a little bit different. The rest of the perimeter, though, I think our problem is going to be, are they traveling the perimeter or not? I, think I guess that's going to be the biggest thing. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling they are not. The, the gonna first be year, the I guarantee you, they're going to tuck in the woods for that. Yep, I do. So too. that's where we got to set up. I guess the I other question is, are, is he even going to farm it this year because of the fence? Can he even get in there? For sure. I'm sure he's going to do oh, yeah. outside and inside, and that field's about what all he's got left, so that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, he'll lose some of it, but I think it's still probably – because he's got I mean, that whole so area next to, yeah. the, next to the hangers, too, over by us. We'll see. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I like I like, I like, like thinking about those things. This is fun. I it's fun to try to be strategic. Like, oh like, god i would like, love it and, and then oh, just god. accidentally knock it all down so that's all Dude, you imagine if they did corn oh, i'd rather god. have a real food plot than any of that stuff though i'll take anything I mean? that's going to keep deer on that yeah. land they'll never do corn because they can't see the deer i don't think no. deer stay on that plant i don't we I need do soybean not think i no, we need clover i think deer clover be good. we could do clover ourselves though that would be easy. Am I talking to myself? That. I am yes. talking to myself. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. I honestly do not think deer, other than the bull, bed down on that property whatsoever. I think the I think there's do. times where they, they do. Will. They do, but times. it's back it's back in the woods underneath those pines. And then it's across in the neighbors. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It's back neighbors. behind you. Right. That's what I mean. Not on the property. And the pines so, make a lot I of sense. I mean we could put our big boy pants on and actually go back by there, I guess. You know what we that should do? Help. I have an idea. I think what we should do is next time we're there, I think we should, if, if we're all good for this year and we're sticking around and stuff, I think we should take a six pack of beer and like something tasty, like a cake or something and go to each, each neighbor and like knock on door and be like, Hey, just let you know, if you need anything, let us know where you're hunting neighbors and just give them beer. I like it. Uh, you're, luckily for you, I've already made the relationships with the ones that count. <laughs> I agree, yeah, but, but it doesn't hurt, hurt to stop no, in no, and say, hey. Point, though, yeah. It's not a bad idea just to say, hey, you know, yeah. just, a gesture. Up, just wanted to say yeah. hi, we're going to be out and about, and we're not looking yeah, we to cross walk the line on your property. On accident, oh, I apologize. You know. Yeah, you know, and just, just to say hi. So if they see yeah, our I face or we knock on the door, they're not. I wouldn't cross the guy who's buying us line. 
Yeah. I thought you thought you thought he's good with you. He is, but if he sees people on his property, he doesn't know. I'm afraid to see what he's gonna how he's gonna react. Just like any, he's guy. gonna know us. I'm bringing him beer and cake. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> that's I the think point. That's the right call for sure. <laughs> I mean, and exchange numbers to make sure we all have his number. Yeah. You know what I mean? In case we have to go ask him to go across and talk to him about it. Like, hey. Who I want the number. These guys I are bad shots, right? So the dog across that little dirt road because every morning when they wake up, they let their stupid dog out, and you hear it bark all the time. It drives me nuts. Is I know there's a still a dog there. I thought there wasn't. They don't let it. They don't let it run loose like the old one. But you. Can- oh okay. All right. Anyway, we talked enough. Uh, thanks for a lot of us listening, guys. We know this one was long, but it was is really helpful for us. Maybe not for you guys as much, yeah. but thanks for listening to our to our thoughts. Thanks for us to our planning for 2021. So it should be half of them are gonna be like these dudes got no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> it's part of the fun. The one thing I'm looking forward to the most, though, is Sherwood. That's what I'm looking forward. It's a restaurant, bar, microbrew, in our in uh, the downtown looking, city of Hastings. Uh, looking forward really to exciting. having a beer with you guys. Mm, can't wait actually we can probably do that next week i'm ready to go good all right we'll see you guys next time on the show bye-bye bye-bye i can't find my button see ya say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.